0: On this episode of Intent Topics, we're going to talk about a common pitfall to lead generation. I'm Chris Battis, and this is Logan Kelly. Today, we'll be talking about common pitfalls to lead generation. Logan, this one's simple. Why don't you kick this off?
1: Yeah, man. I think the biggest problem with lead generation right now um, that's after the lead is actually generated. Is that it just goes to die? And there's yep. a few different things that I mean by that, um, but we all know what it looks like. Damn.
0: Okay. Am, uh, am I supposed to ask you a question there? Yeah, but
1: that's okay. Let me. What's the question? Let me, let What's me the question? Going. I'll keep going. I'll keep going. So, what we see. Are, are sort of, it's on both the marketing side and on the sales side, right? So when we look at the marketing to sales handoff, there is a ton of value that is lost in many cases, right? So we get a form submission, um, we get an email reply from the marketing or the demand gen or those <clears throat> whatever those activities are. And then what happens is sales, for whatever reason, drops the ball. Yep. or or lets the lead die. Right. This yep. isn't like a this isn't like a like a uh, crap on you know marketing and crap on sales conversation. Right, but what, right. But what this is 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 there's a huge hole in a lot of companies' funnels, um, and and it's really up to the leadership that's kind of above the above the sales side or above the marketing side or you know, for the sales and marketing leaders in in larger companies to, to sort of, uh, put their hand across the aisle and close this gap. Cause the gap is the problem, not necessarily right. what marketing is doing and sure. not necessarily what sales is doing.
0: Yeah. Like it just needs to be more connective tissue between the two organizations. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I what, what I've seen is, you know, sales will get a lead, um, mm-hmm. not believe that it's qualified and then there's no sort of there's no sort of communication as to you know why that lead is is not qualified, other than you know ah oh, it's not what I'm looking for, so you know something along that in that flavor.
0: Yeah. So what? Then, what yeah. What ahead. would a what would a really good lead look like to to a, a cranky sales rep that didn't that's not happy with their leads? Like what is uh, I, what is success look like?
1: Yeah, I think like and as I said, this isn't like a like a crap on the salesperson session, right? So it's like a salesperson a smart salesperson is going to prioritize their opportunities right but a smart mm-hmm. salesperson is also going to be prospecting right? right so so you know if if i have a rep who who is prospecting and and driving business you know sort of you know sort of hunting or eating what they kill right so they're prospecting on one side for the right amount of hours per week and they're also closing their deals Right. Mm -hmm. To me, if they get a lead, they follow up with them a couple of times, right? And they're like, hey, there's nothing here. I'm not gonna say, you know, follow up with your leads. You're a lazy salesperson say, okay, cool, but but I need to do something with this. What am I gonna do? Right. And so I think when we identify that, you know, it's not it's not the salesperson missing something, which I think Mm -hmm. is the sales manager's job, right? To make sure that we're not missing X, Y, and Z. It's it's to get that is to to have a place to put that lead for future uh, follow-up, right? So uh, that's that's why marketing automation tools exist, right? Is mm-hmm. to to put some sort of follow-up on autopilot that is maybe not ready for that for that salesperson. Or it it's something that, you know, if they come at us a little bit harder, then maybe we'll spend the time, but it's just not that profitable of a deal that if it becomes something like a self service play yeah then maybe we spend time on it
0: step one is follow up right and then step right. two would be to use your tools to continue to follow up should you not get in contact the first attempt or whatever right right, right. And, yeah and, exactly and pick up the, and pick up the phone right
1: Yeah man so I think it's like pick up the phone um, LinkedIn email there's a lot of different prospecting or, or mm-hmm. sort of like a nurturing, um, outbound methodologies here that are channels that we can use. Right. Um, but I, but I, but I think the the pitfall that we're talking about here is that the gap between sales and marketing means that leads are very like one directional. So nothing's going into a, a nurturing cycle when it needs to. Um, right. and, and I think that's where we see the marketing team, Um, getting some stick from the sales team for for sending leads over that they think are qualified. And I've said on, on previous podcasts that, you know, not every, every form submission is necessarily a lead.
0: Right. Um, Yeah. So, so back in my uh, pre HubSpot agency days uh, at that time, this is say 2012, 2013, there was um, like a form on Mm -hmm hubspot in their partner directory and a customer could fill out this form and tell you a little bit about what they're looking for um, there are some drop downs whether it's like web design or uh content creation stuff like that and and budget and all that and they'd fill out a form and it would go to all the registered partners just one email to, to everyone <laughs> and and um every and and so I, that was a good lead source, right? But I wasn't closing much business. Then I hire a sales rep. This kid Casey Lockwood, he's awesome. If he's listening, hi Casey. Uh, he came into the organization and he just started closing these these deals off these emails, submissions that would come in, like deal after deal. And I'm like, what are you doing? What's the trick? Why why can't I do that? Why why what was I doing wrong? He's like, I just call every single one of them, right. and every person I talk to says, I just got six emails. Nobody called me. <laughs> right. right? And so right. people weren't calling and, and, and it's kind of like just hiding behind emails, hiding behind the tools. We've kind of talked about this in other podcasts, but it's like, do the work, pick up the phone yeah. and stay on them.
1: Yeah. And you know, it's, it's funny. Uh, Harvard business review put out a study. Uh, this is like a year or two ago. Um, yeah. They're, they're starting to blur together. And basically they said, uh, here's, here's the average time it takes for a company to follow up with the lead. Right. And I think it was like an hour. Right. Yeah. But there was something like 20% of companies wait almost a day to follow up on a lead. Right. Yeah. So I would say that, that, you know, that's something that sales managers and marketing people and, you know, VPs of sales and CMOS, they all talk about response time. Mm -hmm. Right. But response time is a function of belief. Right. Sure. Yeah. So, so like if, if my job, I'm not getting paid to make a phone call, I'm getting paid to close a deal as a salesperson. Right. Right. So if I don't believe that, that there's, you know, like if I follow up with this lead and all I'm going to do is get a bunch of crap for, you know, not knowing what to do with them or not putting them into a nurture cycle or or something like that, I'm just not going to do it. right? Right. So like, that's not like abnormal human nature. Sure. So, if we have our systems and our processes tight about right. what happens to a lead based on X parameters, then the response time is going to increase and your lead closing is going to increase. And that's right. how it works. So, I think like re sort of calibrating the culture of like, what do we call a lead? You know, what happens with a lead if it's not necessarily um, qualified? Right. And giving sort of that pressure release valve to the salespeople. Yeah. And then building the belief that they're gonna get what they need if they if they just hit that hit that phone a little bit (laughs)
0: harder. Yeah. For example, we have a client um, who we will will do business development work and we'll we'll get uh, this company a lead and we'll have all this information on what emails they clicked and what pages on the site they went to. (laughs) And because that the true problem that this company solves isn't necessarily defined. This client isn't totally sure this is a great lead, right? right? When it's really just one phone call to unpack that conversation and and you, and it's time to have a personal conversation at that point anyways. So, so so my, my thoughts is get in there and have that call and it will come out very quickly, you know, especially if they're raising their hand, right? Right. Saying, call call me, I I need to talk to you.
1: Right. Uh, Exactly. Yes.
0: So, so I go back to, so, so, so the, the, the problem, that needs to be solved as one of the pieces of of information that makes a rep more uh, interested in, in in acting on a lead, right? But what other what other information do you and can you provide, or or would you like to see as a, as a salesperson getting a new lead? What would you What would you like to see?
1: Yeah, I think that's what we're working on here at Union now. Like uh, the context of the conversation,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
1: So mm-hmm. what 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 call scripts were they? Were they, you know, exposed to what yeah. kind of email scripts were they exposed to? What kind of content on the, on the website were they exposed to? Um, yeah. These things help intent data. What topics were they searching for? Te- uh, technographic data. So, so what kind of, what kind of software are they using? Right. Mm-hmm. Where are mm-hmm. they located? Um, a LinkedIn, you know, uh, link to their uh, profile and also the company's profile. Like there's yeah. a ton of stuff that, yeah that we can provide. Now, I will say this. Uh, Done, is better than perfect when it comes to making a phone call, right? Like there's a certain, like, it's like the context of this lead because it was a form submission and, and it's not a download an ebook. This is a a pricing uh, or a, you know, contact us because, you know, we have this special offer going on, which is a buying signal to me. That's not a self-service, you know, information lead, right? right? Like, like if I can't provide you every piece of information, I'm sorry, dude, but like make the call.
0: Yeah. And on the flip side, right, and, and not to like backpedal here, but you know, lead comes in, uh, prospect raises their hand. It's time for us to pass the client. Well, we have to then, in a timely manner, compile the yeah. information, transfer the information in a way that this person can consume it very quickly, yes. right? So they can act quickly, right? Because I mean, wasn't I, this might be an outdated statistic, but wasn't the statistic like you're ninety percent more likely to have success if you are, are in touch with the lead within seven minutes? of their yeah. submission, something yeah, like, like that. Right. Yeah. So the clock's it, yeah, exactly. ticking
1: as soon as, yeah, exactly. And in some of the B2C work, I mean, I built like, like software, uh, that's right. Right. To, to be instantaneous. To so, yeah. So it's like zero, zero minutes. Right. And I'm a true yeah. believer in this, right. It's like, if I get you on the phone, then I can probably um and ah, a little bit to get <laughs> yeah. into the conversation but it's better than never getting on on the call right and i'm yeah. not saying be a bad salesperson right but like if you know your product you know what you're selling your salesperson then you should be able to do it yeah. as a as an organization though when we look at the culture that like if you're going to subject a salesperson to that sort of expectation on the other side the stuff that that allows him to or her to to put that lead where it needs to go is super important, right? Like build the culture that allows a salesperson to, to really be able to, to sort of self-select which way that, what the disposition of that lead is, mm-hmm. right? To yeah. a certain extent, right? right? Like we, cherry picking is not what I'm talking about, but I am talking about like, let the salesperson go hard, run hard at the lead. And then when you realize that it's not a good lead, have that culture that so, so you can trust that like all right that should go back in a nurture flow not a big deal yeah. because our, le- our pipe yeah. is, is and, fine you know
0: yeah and you you went in you investigated you checked it out and it's you know it's a pass for now right exactly uh, the, the thing I was, lo- I was loving about uh, you're talking about the software that you've created it's called Rapid Contact and yeah. uh, the thing that I think is really clever about that is what it does is it 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 dials a number right instantaneously when somebody fills out a form isn't that how it, or text right.
1: Yeah. So it's text. And then, uh, yeah, you know, obviously I'm working on the, on the instantaneous call. So you know, on the call,
0: but what I like time. about it is it's an instant re- reach out at the right. moment. Like if someone's on their phone or computer, whatever it is, the, literally the second that my point is they haven't moved on to anything. They couldn't possibly right. have moved on unless they're like, right. you know, I have 800 tabs over on their computer or something. But like the point is they're there thinking about this at that moment. So if you can reach out, then your timing, your timing couldn't be more perfect.
1: Exactly. So, so if we look at this from a B2C versus B2B, right? So B2C, Mm -hmm. you know, where am I generating leads? You know, you're going on Google, you're going on Facebook, people are on their smartphone, you know, Mm -hmm. this is, I mean, buying is emotional, whether you're buying B2B or buying B2C, but, but like Mm -hmm. whim is so much greater of a, of a factor when you're talking about B2C. So like if they, you know, submit on the Safari app or on Facebook or something when they swipe to close that app, you're toast most of the time in the B2B world, you have a little bit more, we haven't gotten that crazy yet because you know, these are organizational decisions you're researching for an organization. You know, it might be a conversation, you know, that happens today and then a week. So, but still, if they haven't thought of, like if, you, if you've if you missed the window that they're thinking about this or they're excited about it, you're still losing. And I think that that's yeah. the important thing, you know?
0: Yeah. Even even if that's the window of research, not necessarily window of transaction, right. that's, that's still just the window, right? Exactly. And, and, exactly. And, and it's likely that that person needs to go to their leadership or whatever decision making process it is. Right. And it's just not as whimsical, but the window's the window and you want to be there answering the right questions and building trust and, you know, providing as much useful contents for them to have the rest of the conversations they need to get exactly. to the to the purchase. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So to kind of put a bow on this conversation, I think we talk about the pitfall of lead generation. It is that leads go to die, right? Yeah. And why they go to die is a greater conversation than... Um marketing automation, it's a greater conversation than CRM automation, it's a greater conversation than response time, but it's but it's all of them, right? And it's the culture. And I think what what as organizations we need to look at is like what is that sales and marketing alignment? Um, and and what can we do to close the gap between the two so that it's pretty bidirectional, which allows us to have just a more fruitful and and effective lead generation yeah. setup
0: yeah and then also I would yeah and I guess this is to add on to the culture piece, but it's the person too right like so if it's a right. solopreneur or a, a CEO of a small company that that their product is is not exactly sales like there's there's like an intimidation factor of hopping on uh a call with a with the lead right, especially if they don't feel that it's qualified or they have enough info to get excited about it right and um right. well you know, like I- not not yeah. everyone's not everyone's like you it has no pro- like you could pick up the phone call anyone anytime you would not care. But I don't know right. that that's that's the average sentiment especially when you get into small business ownership, right?
1: Sure, sure. So yeah, so I would say that if a small business owner has a product, a process or or or, or a service that they're selling, mm-hmm. right? And it's theirs, right? The hardest thing to do is to sell that. If you created it, Right, so my my biggest advice to somebody who um, is in that position, right, is to find somebody to help them grow their business because the hardest right. thing to do is to, to to sell your baby, right? That's sure. the toughest thing in sales. I've done it, and it and it like every time you get a no, it's just like it's like a knife through the heart, right? <laughs> yeah, and so I, you personally, I, yeah, yeah, dude. So so I think like you know when we look at. This, this, the follow up and the sales and marketing alignment, you know, that, that I think is for, you know, a little bit larger of a company than the solopreneur or the entrepreneur. Yes. For mm-hmm. those guys, you know, that's where, you know, shameless plug for union or some sort of outsourced, outsourced or employee role that is for prospecting or appointment setting or something like that. Cause, you know, you, you want to make sure that you're, uh, focused on the right things and and it just gets harder and harder with every note to sell that thing that you created
0: yeah yeah cool logan all right well this wraps up today's episode of intent topics i'm chris battis
1: and i am logan kelly thank you so much everybody for listening today please give us a five star rating on whatever podcast app you use and we'll see you next time take care